This is the Medal of Honor podcast, an audio review spotlighting the heroic deeds of United States service members who have distinguished themselves by an unwavering devotion to duty and heroic acts of valor, earning them our nation's highest honor. I'm your host, Ronnie Brown. In this episode, we focus our attention on two Medal of Honor recipients, Corporal Daniel D. Schoonover and First Lieutenant Richard Thomas Shea, Jr. The Korean War began on June the 24th, 1950, when the North Korean military crossed the border and advanced into South Korean territory. The border crossed was the 38th parallel, a latitudinal boundary established by agreement between the Soviet Union and the United States forces after they had together liberated the Korean Peninsula from Japanese control in 1945. Tensions existed between the communist-controlled northern region and the capitalist leadership in the South, with each claiming to be the sole legitimate government over the whole of Korea. The invasion in 1950 sparked a response from the United Nations Security Council, who dispatched a coalition of military forces to aid South Korea, of which 90% were U.S. troops. Through the following months, the battle lines between the North and South forces fluctuated widely, but by the last two years of active war, all the fighting surrounded the 38th parallel. By the spring of 1953, negotiations for an armistice between the United Nations Command and the Chinese and North Koreans had bogged down and come to an impasse. The 948 High Knoll near Yunchun, known as Porkchop Hill, getting its name from the hill's topographic shape, which vaguely represented a pork chop, was one of several exposed outposts along the UN main line of resistance near the 38th parallel. It was first seized by the U.S. 8th Cavalry Regiment in October of 1951. By 1952, it had been lost and then subsequently retaken in May of 1952 by the U.S. 180th Infantry Regiment. In March of 1953, Chinese forces launched an attack and the intense battle lasted until mid-April at the end of which the U.S. holds on to the hilltop and rebuilds its defenses. A few months later, on the night of July the 6th, once again the Chinese attack the hill in what is known as the Second Battle of Porkchop Hill. During this battle, there were two soldiers whose actions were deemed deserving of the United States' most prestigious personal military decoration. The first was awarded to Daniel D. Schoonover, a corporal in the U.S. Army, Company A, 13th Engineering Combat Battalion, 7th Infantry Division. Born in Boise, Idaho, Schoonover was 19 years old when the Second Battle of Porkchop Hill took place. His Medal of Honor citation reads, quote, Corporal Schoonover distinguished himself by conspicuous gallantry and outstanding courage above and beyond the call of duty in action against the enemy. He was in charge of an engineered demolition squad attached to an infantry company which was committed to dislodge the enemy from a vital hill. Realizing that the heavy fighting and intense enemy fire made it impossible to carry out his mission, he voluntarily employed his unit as a rifle squad and forging up the steep barren slope participated in the assault on hostile positions. When an artillery round exploded on the roof of an enemy bunker, he courageously ran forward and leaped into the position killing one hostile infantryman and taking another prisoner. Later in the action, when friendly forces were pinned down by vicious fire from another enemy bunker, he dashed through the hell of fire, 
curled grenades in the nearest aperture, then ran into the doorway and emptied his pistol, killing the remainder of the enemy. His brave action neutralized the position and enabled friendly troops to continue their advance to the crest of the hill. When the enemy counterattacked, he constantly exposed himself to the heavy bombardment to direct the fire of his men and to call in an effective artillery barrage on hostile forces. Although the company was relieved early the following morning, he voluntarily remained in the area, manned a machine gun for several hours, and subsequently joined another assault on enemy emplacements. When last seen, he was operating an automatic rifle with devastating effect until mortally wounded by artillery fire. Corporal Schoonover's heroic leadership during two days of heavy fighting, superb personal bravery, and willing sacrifice inspired his comrades and saved many lives, reflecting lasting glory upon himself and upholding the honored traditions of military service. End quote. Corporal Schoonover is buried in the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific in Honolulu, Hawaii. Although his body is buried in Hawaii, there is a cenotaph constructed in his honor at Morris Hill Cemetery in Boise, Idaho. Our second Medal of Honor recipient for his actions during the Second Battle of Porkchop Hill is First Lieutenant Richard Thomas Shea, Jr., U.S. Army, Company A, 17th Infantry Regiment, 7th Infantry Division. Born in Portsmouth, Virginia, Lieutenant Shea was an All-American cross-country athlete winning three successive cross-country titles while at West Point. By 1952, Lieutenant Shea had earned the opportunity to run for the United States in the Helsinki Olympics, but refused in order to join his classmates in the Korean War. The 26-year-old Lieutenant Shea was acting company commander at the Second Battle of Port Chop Hill. His Medal of Honor citation reads, quote, First Lieutenant Shea, Executive Officer, Company A, distinguished himself by conspicuous gallantry and indomitable courage above and beyond the call of duty in action against the enemy. On the night of July the 6th, he was supervising the reinforcement of defense positions when the enemy attacked with great numerical superiority. Voluntarily proceeding to the area most threatened, he organized and led a counterattack and, in the bitter fighting which ensued, closed with and killed two hostile soldiers with his trench knife. Calmly moving among the men, checking positions, steadying and urging the troops to hold firm, he fought side by side with them throughout the night. Despite heavy losses, the hostile force pressed the assault with determination, and at dawn made an all-out attempt to overrun friendly elements. Charging forward to meet the challenge, First Lieutenant Shea and his gallant men drove back the hostile troops. Elements of Company G joined the defense on the afternoon of July the 7th, having lost key personnel through casualties. Immediately integrating these troops into his unit, First Lieutenant Shea rallied the group of 20 men and again charged the enemy. Although wounded in this action, he refused evacuation and continued to lead the counterattack. When the assaulting element was pinned down by heavy machine gun fire, he personally rushed the emplacement and, firing his carbine and lobbing grenades with deadly accuracy, neutralized the weapon and killed three of the enemy. With forceful leadership and by his heroic example, First Lieutenant Shea coordinated and directed a holding action throughout the night and the following morning. On July the 8th, the enemy attacked again. Despite additional wounds, 
he launched a determined counterattack and was last seen in close hand-to-hand combat with the enemy. First Lieutenant Shea's inspirational leadership and unflinching courage set an illustrious example of valor to the men of his regiment, reflecting lasting glory upon himself and upholding the noble traditions of the military service." End quote. On the morning of July the 11th, while still under heavy enemy fire, the U.S. abandons Port Chop Hill. Just a few weeks later, on July the 27th, 1953, the Korean Armistice Agreement was finally signed, effectively ending the war, even though it was not a peace treaty. Thanks to the extraordinary bravery and enduring courage of soldiers like Corporal Schoonover and First Lieutenant Shea, and countless other service men and women, both past and present, the citizens of the United States of America enjoy a freedom that is unprecedented in the history of civilization. For this, we owe them, our military service members, our utmost respect and appreciative support.